Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with Jeffrey Appaport. Today, guys, we're going to continue talking about deal structuring straight from the CRM. Um, our last few episodes, we went through uh, some deal structuring with Jeff, and he led uh, the offer making, and uh, now it's my turn. So our last episode, we talked about pretty easy, simple deal um, where there was a ton of equity. Uh, the, the house was in a great, great condition in a good area. And uh, the owner was willing to take 100K off the, uh, off the, you know, the fair market value. So um, if you haven't listened to that one, check it out. Uh, so Jeff, on this episode, you're going to pull another property, right? No, but we're, we're going to work on the same one. Um, oh, okay. And the reason for it is that, uh, so we could just leave it the way that you, you put it, right? Just the two offers, cash and the short-term financing. Um, right. But I feel like there is some other possibilities here. And uh, when we're making multiple offers, uh, the, the goal here is we've got to get this deal. Right. So if one of those first two offers that you made last episode gets the deal, great. Um, but I still think that there's some other ways that we can get this deal. And so you as a investor has to decide, you know, wh where are we going to, uh, how many offers are we going to make? Um, and in this case, maybe the two offers that, that you've already made get you this deal. But uh, I can tell you in this, uh, when my VA talked to this seller, the seller said that they were willing to take 160, 165. When my acquisition manager talked to her, she said, I might be willing to take less, but I really want 170, 175. I think that's what we discussed on episode one, last episode. Yeah. So we already know that, yeah, yeah, she's willing to discount, but let's let's give her at least one more, maybe two more offers where uh, we basically covered everything. We're, we're, we feel really confident we're going to get this deal somehow, some way, and we've got an exit strategy set up. Your exit was... Hey, buy it cash or short-term short-term finance, put it right back on the market and wholetail it. Maybe not all of our listeners are going to be comfortable with that, right? Because there's risk. Um, uh, yep, you're now the owner. You're now, you know, you're under the gun. You you may you either have hard money or you know you've got a short-term finance where you've got to get this deal cashed out. Not everyone's going to be open to that kind of uh risk correct yeah 
So okay. let, let's let's take this one step further. So let's use the same example. Uh, you want to go through the details really quickly, and then we can see what else you can come up with there. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the details. So property in Wyoming. Um, it's a three-bed, two-bath, one-car garage, roughly 2,200 square feet. Uh, it's on 0.23 of an acre. Uh, it was built in 1963, so not super old. The owners have done uh, an addition onto the property, so they added some square footage, and they've remodeled the place uh, from top to bottom, it sounds like. Um, Pretty much. And you said it just needed some landscape and paint, I think. Yeah, that's so, some very minor cosmetics, it sounds like. Yeah, super minor, some minor repairs. Um Taxes on it was fourteen twenty one. Um, so, with that said, kind of what I'm thinking of now, Jeff, is to do a longer term. You know, a, probably a four year. Um, offer them more money for that long term, and then turn around and sell it on owner finance. To, to whom? I mean, seller finance to an owner occupant. Okay, so. So now you're you're thinking rather than going and putting it on the market, you will buy it on terms and then resell it or wholesale it. Um, either or. I'm, okay, I, so possibly staying in the middle and being yeah. a note holder, or um, just wholesaling it and collecting uh, a fee as far as the down payment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's well, let's see where you come up with. I'm curious to see where you'll go with this. Okay. So, uh, so just off the top of my head, I'm thinking of long term. Let's say let's say 100. I mean, four years. Um, Which isn't really long term, right? I guess not. It's I mean, all right. That's like a midterm. Would you call that uh, <laughs> short term? Short you... to mid, um, kind of to me, borderline short to mid. Okay. Um, and so I'm just thinking offer her like 190 K. Okay. So more money to, you know, hold a note for four years. Um, and as far as down payment, if I was to sell it to, let me think about this. If I was to sell it to an owner occupant, even at what we say, you said it was, we, we thought it was worth 270. 260. 260. So 260. I'm just finding out what that down. Right. Because we, we don't know about this addition. Yeah. Um, so I'd offer, uh, so I'm offering more money. I'd want to offer like, I don't know, if I, if I was to go this route, I'm thinking like 10K down. Okay. So 190 minus 10, we're asking her to finance 180,000, right? Present value. 80. And plug this into your calculators, guys, if you, if you are. This is where it all starts, right? We've got to start playing with some numbers, see how this they. Where the magic happens. Yeah. 180,000 present value. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I'm leaning towards your hybrid of the 2.5% interest, but my question is, does that work when there's an existing mortgage? Of I guess course. it does because we can make our own payment. Yep. So, <clears throat> oh, I entered that wrong. Um, 
Sorry, guys, bear with me one second here. Jonathan's actually being put on the spot. He did not know about this at all. So no, I didn't. Uh, th- 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 this would be you know, a lot like a lot of our listeners right now yeah, trying to figure and, this out. And this is a great, great exercise because, uh, you know, you guys should be thinking about the same question. Okay, what other offer can I make on this property? Right. So especially if you've listened to our last episode, and I didn't know we were going here. So I thought we were talking about a whole different deal. Right. Um, but to cover all of our bases, yeah, I think we should. You're right, Jeff, we should offer more. So uh, 190k, I'm thinking four years, uh, $10,000 down. I, that seems kind of low, but I'm just going to run with it. I'm going to enter 2.5% for interest. Um, and then I'm just going to see 48 months. You, you yeah, have mentioned, right? Months for term for in. What kind uh, of payment are you going to offer is the question. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's a great question. And so if I, I'd have to do, let me think. I'm thinking like, Let's see. We said market rents are about thirteen hundred. Twelve, twelve fifty. Yeah. Okay. Maybe thirteen. Um. Let me pull up my other financial calculator. Because I, what I need to think about here at this point, guys, is um, what kind of payment could I get from uh, my buyer, right, from my owner occupant? Because that's kind of where I'm going with this. Well, let's let's say this. Let's let's try to figure this out together. If this property is really worth, let's say 260, and it's really in excellent condition, um, what would you what would you think we could sell it for to an owner occupant? 270? Uh, I'd say even maybe 275. Okay. 275? Yeah. So let's go with 275. And we get about 10% down. So 30 grand. So we would be financing someone at 245, correct? Present value? 245, yep. Present value. So let, let's just enter in just for the sake of you know seeing where we're at, 4%. 4% interest, okay. Over 30 years. 360 for in. And then our that payment would be I got uh 1169. Me too. Let's now just do 4.5%. 4.5% interest. And then our payment would be 12.41. Right. Now let's just take 4.25 and see where that takes us. 4.25 present value payment 12.05. So I think that you know realistically uh, we could be in that 4.25 to Maybe even 4.75. 4.75 will put us at 12.78. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Right. So that, that, that's principal and interest, by the way. Yeah. So there'd be, I mean, taxes is minimal. So is insurance. Yeah. Right. On that property. So want another hundred bucks for that. Another hundred and twenty or something. Um. Anyway, I had to run through that. And I don't know if you do that too, Jeff, right? Do, do you do that when you're thinking about home owner? Because you got to think, okay, well, what's their payment going to be? Now, right. Now, do I want to stay in the middle of this? Um, and I, I think so, because there's a ton of equity, right? Uh, if we can figure out how to 
here's where I think people get a little confused is that um, so the first thing that I got to do is I got to put together an offer that the seller would consider and then ultimately take right that yeah if we don't get that part done we got nothing um uh we kind of have an idea of what our owner occupant will pay so if you know we, we can structure it uh, now to me there there's one issue here and that is is well maybe two one we know that there's enough equity in this property that we'd want to stay in the middle just for the equity portion right because yeah um, you know, we got a $75,000, $85,000 spread between what we're offering the seller and what we would be selling the property for. And so th that, that part's first. Now, we would love to create a cash flow, um, but, you know, their payment's already 736, 36. I think it was. Yeah, um, 736. And uh, I mean, we could ex reasonably expect somewhere around 1300 yeah. So, right. you know, 12, 12 to 1300, somewhere in that range. Yeah. So it'd be nice to make a, a spread every month. And then of course, you know, what, what can we offer as a down payment where we can still make some money up front? Yeah. Yep. So that's, so where I was going with it, um, 10 K down. So we could, you know, sell it for an owner to an owner occupant and, you know, expects about 30 grand like we talked about right yep so we can make it we can make you know 20 grand right there on the front end um so now it's just a matter of okay can we make the payment work and right. still give them something um so i guess uh i'm trying to think of where the next step to take here um make a payment uh <laughs> to the seller I went, I would want to pay him like 800 bucks. <laughs> so, uh, 800. Remember their payment 736. Yeah, I know. They'd be uh, reimbursed a little bit of money, right? Like that doesn't do $18 a month for taxes. Yeah. So, um, so that's one of the issues here is how do you create that payment that would work? So let's just, uh, to give them a little cash flow, you know, maybe, thousand bucks because i'm trying to keep a spread in there right or 1100 um i'm just gonna try 1100 well let's see thousand for my payment if you if you offered this seller a thousand you you are realistically thinking you're gonna collect 12 to 13 from yeah. your buyer um you know there's two to three hundred dollar a month cash flow there yeah for myself and for our seller as well right. so well at a thousand you would be at um 243.60 about because remember we got to add in those taxes again yeah 243 360 is not bad cash flow for the seller yeah so they're at 360 uh plus their reimbursement right 260 plus well 240 plus the reimbursement oh yeah okay so let's so on my calculator i got present value of 180,000 uh and i just put in an interest rate of 2.5 percent um 48 months for the term i picked the payment of a thousand bucks 
and uh, it's, whoop, I didn't put a negative on my payment. Make sure you put a negative on your payment, guys. Yep. <laughs> Gets me every time. Okay, so my future value that I would owe the seller at the end of that would be 148483 Yep. Um, and so if I was to sell to... Uh, let me finish this out. So that's at 2.5% interest. Uh -huh. um, and for four years. So you're you're going to gain almost $32,000 in equity um, at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I know, wanted over to get, four years. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to get more principal pay down. Um, yeah. So if I was to do that, pay them a thousand bucks, 2.5% interest. 48 months at 180,000 principal value. So my, my future, my balloon, balloon is um, 148, 483. And just bear with me guys. I'm just typing this out as we go. So um, sorry if this is a little slow for you. But so that's, that's where that's at, right? So my balloon after um, the four years. And then here's where it can, here's where it could pay out big, right? Jeff is on the back end, yep. um, for our seller or I mean our buyer, excuse me. So if our buyer was to take it to full term, uh, and we were to sell it for, um, what we say two seventy five with 30,000 down, we'd finance two forty five. And, uh, you know, we, we just amortized that over 360 months, their payments like 1278 on that. Um, and then, then I'm going to put, uh, now I'm going to, for our term, I'm going to put 48 months, right. For N and then I'm going to figure out the future value and that, that would leave, uh, two twenty eight seven forty. Yep. No, so I have, I have a little less. Um, what 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 um what interest rate did you use? Oh, the four point seven five. Oh, okay. So I used yeah. four point five. I was just being a little more conservative. Okay. Yeah. So I use that matter. four four point seven five just to bump us closer to that uh, okay. that thirteen hundred. What you could reasonably expect, which is a good payment still. You yeah. know especially for a $270,000 home, I think. Uh, I agree. <clears throat> so, uh, so what we figured out here, guys, so if I was to uh, make this offer, four-year term, nine, 190000 uh, for the purchase price, 10K down, I would offer 2.5% two, 2 interest um, to our seller. Our payment would be a thousand bucks a month. I need to write that down. Thousand bucks. What was your balloon? Two twenty-eight seven forty. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that was my balloon. Uh, selling this on uh, seller finance right. to our buyer. Okay. Um, balloon to seller. Okay. Um. And then, sorry guys, I'm just going to type these notes out. Sell to owner awk. 
for I just hope that you calculate what your potential profit margin is going to be on this deal. Yeah, I'm just getting to that. And see if it might be worth making this offer. Okay, so we got that 228.740. So can I recap a little just so that Yes, we... yeah, please. Okay, all right, so... What, what we have decided, what Jonathan has decided to do is, hey, I'm going to come with a higher price, so 190000 with 10%, uh, not 10%, $10,000 down, which is right around that 5% area, 2.5% um, hybrid way. And if you don't understand what that is, one, don't worry about it, two, go back and find the episodes where I discuss that in detail. This is literally something I created to help deal with um, where we want to offer some interest, but we want rapid principal pay down. So, um, so he's offering $1,000 a month. He picked that payment. Um, it, he did not calculate it. He picked it. And he could have picked 950, 925, 936, 45. He picked that payment. Um, he decided to go with a 48-month term. Um, and what it comes out to be is uh, he'd be paying $1,000 a month. Um, and he would have a balloon payment to the seller of $148,483, right? Yep, that's right. Okay. And then the goal here is, is that he would turn right around and resell it to an owner-occupant on terms. Yes. And he would sell the property at around two seventy-five, dollars with a $30,000 down payment, about 10% down, where we are finding, where Jonathan is financing two forty-five dollars for the buyer. And at 4.75%, where the monthly P&I, principal and interest payment, would be $1,278 um, and some change um, with a balloon payment in four years of 228740 Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, uh, so now what, what I want to point out is the three profit centers that Jonathan would make on this deal. So one, he's giving the seller 10 grand down. He's collecting 30. So he's making probably around 15 grand. And when I say 15, he's going to give 10 to the seller and he's probably paid some closing costs, at least in one of these two transactions, maybe both. Okay. But 15 to 18, $20,000 profit right up front. He's got a $278 a month cash flow coming in on a house that he no longer owns. For four years, that totals 13344 over those four years if he was to collect payments on it. Yes, and that's that, the math I was just doing. So, And then the last one, which is the whole reason why he's going to stay in this for four years. Um, yeah. And the that, difference between his balloon payment um, of 148483 and what the sell the buyer now owes him two twenty eight seven forty is eighty thousand two fifty seven. 
Yeah. He is making about $113,500 over the four years that he would be doing this. That is why you offer a higher price. Yes. So, yeah, thanks for doing that, Jeff. I was trying to catch up. No problem. Writing these notes down and doing the math. So, you know, I'm a little slow with that. But, um, yeah, so the difference between balloon payments is $80,257 plus we we made, what, 20K from on the front end, right? Um, And then, so the cash flow over that four years was the 13,344 just to stay in the middle. Um, and then, so there, so you add the cash flow that you received the, the, uh, down payment arbitrage, and then the difference between the balloon and yeah, I'd be making 113,000, uh, 601. Right. And so Not that too shabby. Not too shabby. And that would be, um, that that would be a bigger payday, right? For me to stay in it longer, yeah. that'd be a bigger payday uh, than what I could do if if I was to uh, just offer the short term financing offer at one seventy five and sell it for two sixty minus you know closing costs and right. realtor fees. So I could do better this way, staying in it long term. Plus, I get cash flow over time. Um, so that's that's my third offer there, Jeff. Could, could you just just so that you know we can talk about a couple of other options? I mean, could you lease option it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you still have enough room to create, um, you know, a positive cash flow. It's not as great, but um, you maintain control this way. You could let's say lease option it for a year and then do owner finance. Then you get some long-term capital gains treatment tax-wise. You could just rent it with a rent-to-own and get the depreciation of the property. Or you could sell it on terms and be done with it, basically. Now just collect checks. So you you definitely have some options. Yeah, there's multiple exit strategies. Um, I was just thinking of of an owner-occupant because... um, I just think you'd, you can make, I, I don't know if it's make more money, but uh, just to be out of it, right. To yep. not have to worry about maintaining the property, yep. um, especially if it's an out of town buy for you, which it would be for me. So that's how I was kind of thinking of it. Sure. Um, so I wouldn't have to have any management, wouldn't have to worry about, you know, fixing anything if I sold it to an owner occupant. So that, that was my thought process, but yeah, I'm glad you went through those other options too, because yeah, if you wanted to hold it, you can hold it and rent it out yourself. You can, you might even be able to find a, uh, you know, a landlord if you wanted to wholesale it. Um, so there's a lot of options is, is what we're trying to get at. Yep. Well, let's do one more calculation and then we can wrap this episode up. What is the seller going to gross on this property? Okay, so um, let me go back to. So we offered one ten. Oh, excuse me, a hundred and we offered them ten thousand down. Right. Uh, what did we say they were going to make? Our payment was a thousand. Yep. Minus the seven thirty six. No, I wouldn't. I, I I would not get into all that. I am just going to put a number down that they're going to gross, not net, 
Um, so gross would mean, hey, if we're paying them a thousand dollars a month for forty-eight months, oh, forty-eight okay. times a thousand would be forty-eight thousand. Yep. Plus their balloon payment. Plus the one forty-eight. Yep, four eighty-three. Plus their down payment. Plus ten. That's two oh six. Yep. Four eighty-three. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, yeah, now it's getting to be a significant amount difference between their short-term finance offer, which hey, if they want this loan out of their name quicker, then maybe they take the lower price range offer, uh, whether it's cash or the short-term finance. If they are really more, hey, we, we'd love to get the most that we can. We don't need this money right now. Let's let our money work for us. Then they could you know, stay in it longer and make more money. Yeah. Jeff, when you're going through these offers, do you... You're probably a little faster than this, right? Yes. <laughs> because I, I, I have a direction where I'm trying to go, right? And uh, do you want me to tell you the offer that I made? Because it's similar. Yeah, please. So I made a, a purchase price of 200 So we're 10 grand difference there. Um, my down payment is even a little less than yours. Uh, eight grand down. Two and a half percent interest. My payment's nine hundred dollars a month instead of the thousand, and I did thirty-six months instead of forty-eight. And uh, my balloon payment is one seventy-three three twenty-seven. Uh, my seller will gross two hundred thirteen thousand seven twenty-seven uh, over the course of thirty-six months. What was uh, your yours, price, Jeff? I'm sorry. Two hundred. 200. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, the way that I look at this is that I probably have a better chance of getting my offer accepted. Yes. Uh, even though I'm, I'm offering a little less down payment and a little less monthly payment, but higher price and a shorter term. Um, you, if you get your offer accepted, you make more money over the course of, you know, four years rather than three years. Yeah. And that is what makes this the creative part of finance. Yeah, but yeah, right? this is what you came up with. You know, I, yeah. I, I really didn't coach you at all. And it's pretty similar, right? Um, yeah. And uh, I, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't tell you that you needed to change anything based on your, your offer. Um, Yep, it's the way that you look at this particular deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be totally thrilled getting your offer accepted. Yeah, yeah, and I'd be thrilled getting your offer accepted. Yeah, I mean, it, they're <laughs> they're within reason, right? They're 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 very close. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, I know we kind of went through a lot here, guys. We we covered a ton of ground. We went through a lot of numbers. And it might be very confusing. Jeff did a nice job of recapping what we were doing. Um, he had to do that because I had to sit here and think through the numbers uh, and run them on my calculator. And I literally pulled up two, uh, two different financial calculators. I got one on my computer and then I got one on my phone. And that's just the 10, uh, what do they call it? 10BII. So huh? 
HP 10B2. That's what you got? Yeah, that's what you got too. Oh. <laughs> it just says 10BII. Yeah, it's two. Oh, that it's sounds from a new two. world too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I pulled up two so I could, you know, um, run the numbers on the seller side. And then if I was selling it to the owner occupant, run it on both sides so I can see the numbers yep. side to side. Uh, anyway, if you guys, <clears throat> if you guys are confused by all this, <clears throat> don't worry about it. Uh, it. It comes with time and experience again. And yeah, go back and look at when we talk about my hybrid interest rate, because that, that's what will probably confuse you or keep listening to this um and you'll you'll get a little better idea of how it works yeah and even if you don't even know what any of that means and you plug this into your calculator you're going to see how the numbers work um because you just use 2.5 percent interest and then you make your payment you're setting your payment so rather than solving for the payment you're setting the payment over that term um and that that was something from that was something that was i struggled with picking up uh, at, at first, when you first told me about this, Jeff, it's like, well, uh -huh. how do you even calculate that? Because it doesn't make sense, but you got to pick your payment and your term, and then it makes sense. Uh, really, if you think about it like this, it really probably simplifies it. Um, you know, really, what you're doing is you're offering a payment that has flexibility for you, right? So you can create the payment with a low interest rate. Um, you know, to get to the thousand dollars a month that that you were offering, um, you know, at one eighty, um, you know, you're you're probably at uh, five point five. You know, you're you're at like five percent to five and a quarter percent to get to a thousand dollars. We don't want to offer five and a quarter percent, but now we get slow principal pay down. That's a, that's a loan amortized over 30 years. Uh, what, what we're doing is saying, we'll pay you that thousand, but it's like the interest portion is, uh, if, if you look at what two and a half percent is, if you take 180,000 times 0 0.025, that's $4,500 for the year of interest, okay? If we're paying $1,000, uh, that's $12,000 a year in payments. So basically what is happening is $7,500 or thereabout is going toward principal. That, that's really all it is. And uh, the reason the way we figure it out on our calculator is it actually starts um, figuring out based on the new balance, right? So, so it's a little bit even less than what it comes out to be. But basically, you, you could do it exactly the way I just showed you. Hey, I'm paying a thousand dollars a month, but you know, I'm only paying you forty-five hundred dollars. You know, that that would be divided by twelve. Three seventy-five every month is toward interest. Um, the rest is toward principle. Yep. So, 
Uh, don't get confused by all that, guys. This is something you can pick up over time. I just want yes. to emphasize that again because some people, they might say, oh, what? Um, this is stupid. I don't understand it. And they get frustrated. And they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just like, don't use it. Yeah. yeah. Um, just use what you know. That's why this is so creative uh, because you can do so many things here. And, you know, if we were to go if you, if we were to present this deal to 20 different people, Jeff, and you asked them the same question, you asked me, come up with another offer. Every single one of them is going to be different in some way. Yeah, uh, the, Different they, purchase price, different down payment, different yeah. interest, different monthly, different balloon, whatever, right? Every single one of them is going to be different. You guys are not, your goal is not try to, to get the exact numbers that we do. Um, and, you know, sometimes I think that that's my goal is to get what Jeff gets, you know, but it's not oh. really. It's it's to come up with additional offers that you can get accepted by the seller that's where right. you can make money. That's right. Okay, cool. Well, let's wrap this episode yep. up. Jeff, are we going to make a fourth offer on this? Probably. We are. We One more. I think we should. I think I know where this is going. Good. And if you guys uh, don't know where it's going, stay tuned and subscribe to our podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, um, you know where to find us. We're on the Creative Financing Podcast on Facebook. Join our Facebook group there, please. Um, definitely like and subscribe our show because, guys, we need more listeners. We need to blow this thing up. And it's been growing very slow over the last three years, but uh, we, we've been bad at promoting it. So we need you guys to get the word out. Word of mouth is uh, the best uh, marketing anyway. So please, please, please do that. Um, if you guys are all interested in Jeff's apprenticeship program, it's a nationwide wholesaling based apprenticeship program. Um, please email Rebecca. That's R-E-B-E-C-C-A at weofferoptions.com and um, she'll get you the info needed there. Also, if you guys are interested in our Creative Financing Academy and you want to get into that, do so now because we're running an introductory rate through the month of August. Um, so don't hesitate, uh, get right on it. And if you're interested in getting details on that, uh, please email Jeff and that's J-E-F-F at we offer options with an s.com and uh, you can get the info for that we're bringing people into the academy as we speak and uh, again this is uh, a step-by-step -step, um, uh, program where you watch these video videos you follow along with jeff and then uh, you get on a coaching call and um, he walks you through any questions you may have uh, so hit us up there for sure. Uh, anything you want to say, Jeff? Super excited about the the big the building of the Creative Financing Academy. Uh, the people that I've been working with have really enjoyed it and looking to start to build that now. And uh, obviously, we want apprentices. Uh, we're revamping that as well, um, giving you two different choices an accelerated program and a, you know, do it at your own pace kind of deal. Uh, you can make money while you're learning with us and we will teach you all about how to wholesale virtually, including commercial and land. Uh, 
And yeah, you know, uh, Jonathan, I'm impressed. I, I think that your your offer was a good one, and that that does require some thinking. And uh, we'll wrap this series up with another offer, and um, and we'll see where you go with this one. So I, I'm curious to see what you will do. Okay, cool. And guys, uh, I didn't mention uh, if you want to get a taste of what the uh, the Creative Financing Academy is about, email Jeff for uh, our video. Um, we used to offer it with a, a text link, but now you got to email Jeff um, for the free video that he uh, takes you through creating <clears throat> multiple offers on a single family home and then um, selling that home to an owner occupant. Uh, is that right, Jeff? You sold it to an owner occupant? I, uh, I remember now. Yes, I think I, I think did. So. But anyway, it, if you want a taste of it, yeah, hit hit Jeff up for that video. So if you want to be like, uh, I'm not sure. I want to see what it, you know, what it's like. Check it out. Um, and just email Even him. Even if you're not interested in the academy, you should reach out and get the free video. Yeah, definitely. So email Jeff. We offer options.com for the video. Okay, guys, till next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.